Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, yeah, now into Squared Circle 101, you got your man, the Titanian Stallion, Mr. Sunny L, now with me, my man here has been through so many Trojans, he can invade the city of Troy, my man Shooter, how you doing today? <laughs> he does it again, he does it again, I love it, I love it, I'm Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101, or on Instagram at Squared Circle 101, or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101, baby, the champ is here, and don't forget to download that Squared Circle app, it's available in iOS, is it back up in Google Play yet? Not yet, man, we're still working on some kinks or whatever, so. Getting some bugs worked out, it'll be back up there. So all you fight fans listening, make sure you tell your friends, tell your family about us. Get them to listen and subscribe. We're the number one in the PNW and number one in your hearts. It's that simple. Yeah. It's that yeah, simple. You're right. Now let's talk about I am RCF. I am RCF.com forward slash contact RCF CrossFit. How how are you doing right now with it? I mean, I'm in, I'm currently in training right now, man. The, we got Granite Games coming up a uh, single day mile weekend. Mm-hmm. So man, just like well, it's supposed to be Canelo and Mayweather's weekend, but you know, yeah, and, uh, now it's RCF's weekend. Yeah, yeah, because I don't know if uh, I'm not ready to give that uh, weekend to Triple G for sure. Yeah. Nice. Unless he start unless he speaks fluid Spanish, that I might consider it. But if not, we'll no. see because we gotta talk about him later. No, but we got that, and we also got another. The RCF uh, the games RCRP are coming up games in uh, July, so I'm yeah, I'm over here in grind mode right now, man. Nice, nice, nice. Looking better every single day. Only place you get a workout in the show. Three week free trial out of the three locations. You tell them Sunny sent you. You tell them Shooter sent you. Check it out. Even if it's not for you, you'll find out exactly where you're at and be better with the best. Five years running King Five Evening Magazine, baby. That's man, what I'm talking about. Man, I want to give a shout out actually to uh, my homegirl Alicia, my boy AC, and then also another homegirl. Um, Charlotte and Nakia because they Hold on, these there, are there's more girls on that list. A, well, you know true. what you know what's really funny though is every guy that I that I invite out there oh. a lot of them get shook a lot of them get scared women they say have a higher threshold for pain so it's like and they actually want the results so like I've seen more heart well, when they more when they have a child they're ripped from their V to the A so <laughs> they're uh, yeah. naturally born with it no but so these are these are four members that actually joined nice. and then. Uh, it was funny. I love hearing it because now they call me every day to see, hey, man, what'd you get? Or, hey, what was your time? What was your, what was your time? What was your results? Nice, hey, nice, man, nice. this is hard, man. I was like, nice, I told you. Nice. So, um, it was going off key. Like, my boy AC, competitive. So, like, out of uh, the circle of friends, like, me and him are probably, like, the most athletic. And so, like, we battle and everything. Everything is a competition. Okay. And then, uh, you know, he he's... He's a, he's more arrogant than me, and I'm pretty arrogant for the what? Most, yeah, that, he's, is that he's, way, is no, that possible? Is yeah, no, no, no. He's he's way more ar- he's way more arrogant okay, okay. than me. So he just it, walks so. around with a mirror, right? <laughs> so so like uh, I just get done with a workout, and he comes in after me, and I was just like, "Hey, yo, man, you might want to pace yourself on this one." You know what he tells me? Hmm. He goes, "F off." <laughs> like this is what he tells me, and he just started. And I was like, oh, okay. Like that. And he comes right back. He's like, no, no, seriously. Okay, so how do I do this? I was like, no, bro. <laughs> no, no, you, you, you yeah. figure it out. So anyway, long choose, story short. Choose your words wisely. You know, this yeah. is a couple of weeks ago. So he calls me. I called him yesterday. I called him yesterday in clown because uh-huh. uh, one of our homegirls, he only beat her by two reps Ooh. in the workout yesterday. And she's not athletic at all. Now, for the record, in, in CrossFit, Women almost dominate. Yeah, they do. They do. No, they, they, do. they really do. And then so anyway, I called him. He didn't answer, but he called me this morning. And then 
the humbleness finally started to kick in. Mm. He's like, yeah, man, I just, he's like, I'm looking at other people, yeah, yeah, they got heavier weight, I'm just like. Don't get overconfident with like, that foundation, like, hey, son. Hey, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like I'm, uh, no, he's in now. Okay. He's past the foundation, but he's just like, I, I got to do, he's like, I got to stay on my lane and I'm just going to work and I'm going to get better. It's like, yeah, okay, hey, that's right. it'll get you one way or another. So, yeah, yeah. No, CrossFit will definitely humble you. Check it out. Three week free trial. You just tell him Sonny a shooter sent you and find out what you got. Even if it's not for you, you'll find out what you got and you'll know what you need to do to get better. And be better with the best. We might put you out here on Square Circle 101 as a 10 man if you find out you ain't got it. That's right. That's right. We got a couple 10 no men hearts. out there. No hearts. No hearts. Snatching it. Now that we feeling good, how we feeling better? How we doing, baby? All right, man. So, man, I'm just going to hit you with a whole bunch of stories today, man. Mm-hmm. I'm actually been going through it, a little personal stuff. But, you know, when it rains, it pours, man. It rains on the just and unjust alike, man. What but happened? Right, was, it, was it a plus sign or a sept, sept you know? No, nah, no, okay. not, okay. no, okay. not, not like that, man. But regardless, man, I spoke to my girl about it. And then it was actually right before we um, started this recording. And then she was just like, it's just time. It'll pass. Now... Go do what you usually do. Go be great and do your podcast. Those are good words for me. I'm glad she said that to me. I'm glad, yeah. that, I'm glad that she really believes in me like that. No, but it was just something to just... That's be, that's, that's crazy from your girl. She yeah. said that, right? She, go be great. We're great at this, man. Yeah. As we Special shout out to the UK who we've gotten actually a lot of listeners lot of from them. too, man. I mean, we... We actually respect your company, uh, your, your country, country, and your boxes that you guys got out there, man. And we and we love it. You guys, got, you guys got, got a talent. lot of they got talent, lot, and skill. Out they there, got a so. lot of talent, and it's yeah. not something that's unknown. I think if we went through all the titles, it's probably split three ways between UK, Mexico, and yeah. America. Yeah. yeah, dead serious. So, like, uh, special shout out to UK actually. But um, she just told me go be great, and then that's what I feel like we do over here, man. And you know what's crazy is there, there's 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 people in relationships right now who sit and internalize and beg to get comments like that from their other significant other, whether yeah. it's man or female, but that other doesn't know or recognize that they need to say it to them yeah. because they're holding on to something that really isn't there or they just haven't met that actual, that actual, you know, that actual someone. There's, yeah, there's someone for everybody out there except for man, Jared from Subway. Hey, hey. <laughs> this ain't the love connection, man. Let's get to it, man. Let's talk about it. How we, one more time, man. Was that, was that the quote? Go be great. Go be great. Okay, okay. We go. Yeah. We got statements from uh, brought to you by Stacy at Denny's. Shut up. That's the, that's the quote right there. We're gonna we're gonna trademark that one there. Now let's talk about this fight weekend. Okay. We didn't expect it to be a big fight weekend at all. At like, all. No. Didn't even talk about it that much last week. We we because because like we put it off. Oh, chin down. Sorry, chin down. There you go, sir. Your baby sips. So we put it. Mm. God, I love that stuff so good. Yeah. So I mean. We put it on the back burner. It was like, all right, it wasn't it wasn't too exciting. But then, you know, being boxing fans, boxing fans first before you know podcast analysts yes. second. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know, you can't help but you can't help but to watch, and of especially course. the PBC fight card ended up being way better than what I expected Great though too. Fights. So especially with a lot of people with really short records. So yeah, we'll but talk- before we get to the PBC, well, this Francisco Vargas and Rod Salka, what? I liked his trunks. What? I don't think he was the right one to wear them, though. Um, it was a great design. Instead Nobody of, sh- has the right to wear those. I mean, everybody has the right to wear those. Nobody should. Like, if if Andre Ward wore those trunks. No. I'm just no. saying. If He's I from Oakland. But still. No, there's no but still. All no, right, no, no, if no. you guys don't if you guys Gold don't medalist know. for America. So if he wore trunks that said America first... Not, not with the brick wall on there. Well, then there you go. You know what I'm saying? Well, but, it, but, but at the same time... But, but you have someone that, that could back it up a little bit no. better. Now, 
we see Rod Salka automatically Trump supporter? No. Yeah, of course. Well, look at the thing about this. So, and of course, if you guys, if you guys, you guys, you guys, (laughs) first of all, you don't wear a brick pattern. No. America first. Yeah. You know, trunks to fight a a Mexican, Francisco Vargas. But the thing, one thing I do want to, one thing, one thing I do want to, I do want to iterate to you guys out there that's listening. Now we, we don't dabble in politics at all. At all. At all. So, But at the same time, is going into something like this, you put America first, and especially on somebody looking like Rod Salka, the first thing you're going to think is, what do you think with any white guy who says white power? Um, nowadays, Dave Chappelle usually, but but <laughs> no, I, right away I'm, I'm thinking like uh, American History X. Yeah, my first. So, no, exactly. So like the thing is, Rod Salka, you you did yourself a dis disservice by, I mean, you you played your cards. Yeah. I mean, granted. But there's a lot of people for, who are up there. And for all we know, he could have just did that out of just American pride, not even being a Trump supporter. But you, when but you wear you it in think? the ring against a Mexican okay. fighter, no, 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 now no, we're no, crossing no, some no, lines. No, 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 no. You have bricks on there. <laughs> you had a wall on there. You did that for a purpose. So it's not just, <laughs> oh, he made, you know, he made horrible. He could have been, he could have been American. No, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, there's absolutely no, nothing. You can't, absolutely you can't nothing cover for this. You can't cover this. Good and news it, though. He is going to be sponsored by Everlast for being a good punching bag. That's for sure. Uh, that too. But you know what? He's also sponsored by Square Circle 101 as one of the nominees for the 10 man award. Mm-hmm. All right, man. This dude was a great punching bag. You, you <sighs> said that, you said that right. And, yeah. the, and the funny thing is we started this by, Talking about his shorts, which you we all knew that was going to be the big topic. Oh, yeah. Like it's like I watched this a few days after I read all the comments about it. Like and so that's the only thing that you're going to recognize from the fight. The fight was so lopsided. One, yeah, it, so outclassed. Outclassed. And then you had um, Rod Selka's career was was ruined ever since he took the Danny Garcia fight. He never been the same since. He shouldn't have fought a Mexican after that long layoff. Like don't don't if you don't you got to be prepared for that. If you're gonna wear those shorts. You got to go in with a guy that you know you're going to beat. Yeah. You got to know you're going to win this fight. Not, now, not a last hurrah. Now Francisco not, Vargas. Not, who when, was, the, when the commentating is. Who was his trainer? Who was, the, who was Joel Diaz. Joel Diaz. Timothy Bradley's yeah. former trainer. Yeah. Also trained Lucas write that down, I like, Okay. You don't think Joel Diaz saw those shorts? Oh, he saw it. Oh, he saw it right away. They don't think that in between rounds, Joe Diaz is not in his ear. Like, man, look at them trunks. Nah, look at nah. those. That, I, I, that, I think he was saying look, that to the other trainers, but when he was giving instructions to Francisco Vargas, just every before, single one was like, punish him. Before you play the you, before you play the Patriots, what is usually like from what you've heard from like NFL primetime and NFL Network or whatever? What do you hear most coaches say about playing the Patriots? I'll tell you. Good. Don't give them bulletin board material. Don't give them something that they can aim at and be like, hey, this is what they said. Mm -hmm. This is extra motivation because it's already hard enough to beat. Not saying Jesse Vargas, I mean, Francisco Vargas was hard enough to beat. But when you come out, you're saying something already. So not only does this guy want to beat you, then you're just like, oh, it's one of those insults to injuries. Yes. It's just like, wow. It's, it's sometimes it's like sometimes you you like beating people. Yep. But then when they give you extra motivation to beat them, it feels that it's much, much better. better. Yep. So Rod Selka, you didn't like do your justice. Yeah. yeah. And also another thing too that I uh, I jotted down in my notes. So you came in with America. You came in with a um, America first build the wall outfit outfit not just the trunks. His whole outfit was that. Your trainer's eighty two years Trump. old. Oh wow. Yeah, no so, no advice from the trainer between rounds. No, 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 not even no no advice between the rounds. 
the time period he grew up in. Oh, wow. I didn't even put those two together. Yeah. I didn't even put those two together. Yeah. He was actually alive during slavery. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that's, no BS. That's, that's, uh, well, at least we know where, who um, was like, yeah, those trucks so, are dope. That's so a good this, idea. This man was born in the 40s or so, somewhere around there. No, because let's see, my mom was born in 49. She's so we'll say, we'll say so. it's two, it 2018. 20 years from that is 2000. We'll put mm-hmm. that. We'll say put 2000. Yeah. And then 60 years from that so he's born is like 1940. The 1940s. Yeah, no, like, 1940. 1940, come okay. on. It's all right. Math isn't your strong suit. Yeah, that's, that's right. I'm only half Asian. So, yeah. So, yeah, this man was born in the 1940s. <laughs> around, give or take. Uh, this guy was, so little, the time period, he was literally so, born in a box during the Depression. So, uh, <laughs> look. So, that was hilarious. He was born during the, a time period when the coolest thing were actually mobsters. And your man had no power in his punches. <laughs> Nothing. So, you got in with a Mexican, Nothing. America first, build yeah. the wall shorts. Yeah. And he got KO'd, bruh. She reminds me of a whack rapper. I don't, I don't get mad at him, the whack rapper. I get mad at everybody who encouraged him after he stepped out the booth like, yo, that was dope. Same thing with that outfit. I'm mad at everybody else who was like, yeah, no, you should do it. But enough about these guys, man. Francisco Vargas totally dominated, made him quit on his stool, and he's done. Rad Salka, anytime they start off a fight and they're like, yeah, you know, he, well, he mentioned that he does... He is a licensed insurance man, and if yeah, he doesn't, yeah. uh, you know, if he doesn't win this one, he's, he's back to retire. selling insurance. Yeah. yeah, so he said that, and once you talk about retirement, you're retired. Foot's already out the this, door. Yep, this uh, this sport will retire you. Now let's go into this PBC card. Now I'm going to mention a name, Edner Cherry. I've seen this man fight. Yeah. Many times. Let's pull. Can you pull up his box rec real quick? I sure now, can. And you it, know what? This is. I saw. Bit. I've even seen him fight here at the Emerald Queen. Um, this is a guy who's been in the ring. He might have faced more names than Zab Judah, which is almost impossible. And I, I always love it when you see that old dog come in that is supposed to lose against a young lion and just kind of squeak it out. And he just totally bullied and roughed this dude up. He fought Dennis Galarza. Dennis Galarza was supposed to win this fight. He has two losses now on his record. But Edner Cherry, what's his record, Edner Cherry? Eric, um, he's 37-7 and on 19 knockouts. He actually has a lot. We've seen him fight more than a few times. This is actually one of the fights that I skipped over and I didn't watch. Look at his last two. So no, no, last... no. I know so. Dennis Galarza, he beat in Omar Douglas, who yes, we, yeah. we all know from the, he has the big uh, dreads, the dreads that, are, the, yeah. that are locked up. And then he has Jose Pedraza. He lost to him in a split decision. Arguably. But, you know, but even Jose Pedraza, that's who we've seen mm-hmm. Javante Davis fight. So he Fought he has, Bradley. Yep, we got Timothy Bradley. Pauli Malignaggi was another one, too. So This is a guy who's definitely been around the block. uh, A very experienced fighter. So when you get a guy who's got 37 wins, 7 losses, your first thought is like, okay, this is is a... You're a gatekeeper at this point, right? Uh, We're bringing you in to fight this younger Dennis Galarza. How old is Dennis Galarza? What year? He is. I can't read good. Uh, good. You can't good read? Yeah, 25. 25 years old. So this man, his car insurance just went down in price. Just down, yeah. Right? No, it, yeah, just went down last year. Now, he has one loss already. He's supposed to go in, get in there with Edna Cherry, yeah, who's, two, who's a veteran two, guy that they know will give him that. some rounds. And Edna Cherry made this an ugly dog fight. He took his reach away from him, made him fight on the inside. And it's, it's never good... When someone makes you fight back, 
You know what I'm saying? It takes you out of that game plan. <laughs> and it does, you're never it, in a good position when that happens. When you're when you're forced to fight back instead mm-hmm. of actually fighting with a purpose. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it, it's it's almost a survival mode, but with a young guy like Dennis Galarza, his pride, his heart, and young mistakes got him locked into a brawl. He couldn't finish a win. And then so that's one one thing we always say. This one thing it, we haven't seen it as much this year uh, with the PBC fight cards, but usually with the PBC fight cards, you have a tested veteran and you have somebody who's um, up and coming, not necessarily up and coming, but somebody who's supposed to be, you know, one of the waves of the future. Mm-hmm. And then you got, then we always talk about it. Edner Cherry, he has more knockdown than Galarza has wins. He has more <laughs> knockouts than Galarza has wins. So those are some of the things that you have to take into consideration. Like, you know what I find out? Um, I found out this about a lot of myself in some of my picks, though. It's like one time I get a – I'm not a prisoner of the moment, not at all. But for nostalgia's sake, I will take a trusted veteran over an uppercomer just for the simple fact that this guy's been through more wars. Now, just like in the quote last yep. week, you, you know, there's no old lions in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Somebody younger, stronger, faster always comes over and take over. Okay. And then I'm going to put my money on the Spurs before I would put my money on yeah. when they were up and coming Golden State Warriors. Gotcha. Just because I have somebody who's tried and true. Popovich and is always winning, yeah. And you've seen somebody who's just, you know, who's been able to grind it out. They've seen every single level of that. And Nobody can even tell you what year it was when... When uh, Tim Duncan and David Robinson just switched positions slowly, you know what I'm saying? It was oh like, no, it was as soon as Tim Duncan got drafted. Yeah, and but it, it was, was like literally, no, it was literally as soon as that because it was and that sh- it was when he got Tim Duncan dra- got drafted. They went to the playoffs. Then the next year they won a championship in a in a shortened season, which is '99. But that was because the, the strike or whatever. Yeah, the strike or whatever. Okay. But like that, it was right away. Like Tim okay. Duncan, I never was a David Robinson fan, Dad but um, but that's what I say. So like anytime uh, well, I'll pick. A savvy veteran over somebody who's up and comer, unless you're just special talented like a Javante Davis or Shakur Stevenson or, or, or Mickey, the, Mickey Conlon or, the black or something guy. like that, or the black guy. Okay. So I just wanted to say I just wanted to say that when you're talking about a Galarza and a and Edner Cherry, and Edna so Cherry. it's it's always good to see kind of the old vets get the wins though because. It, it's 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 a good and bad thing because the good yeah. thing is like oh man you got that win it's yeah. good and the bad thing is oh he's gonna keep fighting. Uh, well, <laughs> it's not even that. It's like every time I see Roy Jones pull out a win recently, it's like oh, man. <laughs> it's not a good. You, you know what? It, you know what the the flip side of that coin is when you talk about it being a bad thing is when you got somebody who's who's young and it's just like man I'm probably not gonna see you for a minute. You have more. You have more of an upside like. I'd rather see Dennis Galarza fight for the rest of his career, for a longer yeah. career, and, and now, instead of Edner Cherry. They just did because. say where Galarza's from when he was nine years old. His dad took him to a boxing match in Florida, and on that main event was Edner Cherry. Wow. That's crazy, right? Wow. That, that's how far back it goes because Edna Cherry, she's from Florida. So that's, that's, that's always crazy when you hear those kind of stories. This is like that when uh, Chavez Jr., Chavez Sr., Fadela Hoya. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you got this you is the guy this, I've been watching this. my whole life, and now I'm in the ring with him. This is what kind of what happens, and uh, unfortunately, you didn't go the same route as like a at all. So it's it's funny you bring you brought up brought up Chavez like uh, senior in when Terry Norris beat Sugar Ray Leonard. Same thing. That was his that was his idol growing up, and put him down. It's always it's always a change another guard, man. I'm probably gonna make a lot of basketball references. It's okay. Uh, just for a simple fact that. Who else do we have doing that? We had Jordan did it to no Kobe did it to Jordan mm-hmm. when they had to change in the guards. Yep. And then Kevin Durant did it to Kobe. It's just like, all right, man, your time is up. 
So it's time for the new dog. Take that torch but, right there. But then every once in a while you get somebody who's just like, nah, bro, you're still on my time. You're still a little wet behind the ears. That's man. right. So hats off to Edner Cherry on your win. Dennis Galarza, hopefully we'll see you soon. Now, let's, the main event of this fight car was Jamal James versus Abel Ramos. Wait, did I miss Okay, one? no. Okay, so there was... There, I don't. I told you to watch the whole four. I don't think you did. So. I, I only saw those two, so I you missed only one. saw those two. So I'm just gonna go over this one. So there was a 130 pound uh, super featherweight uh, Austin Dule versus a Chris Colbert. Uh, Chris Colbert is a guy that I think we should definitely watch out in the future. Now this guy, is 18 and 0, with only two knockouts, but he's a pure boxer. He switched to Southpaw, which you know I'm not gonna put him on anywhere near the level of Terence Crawford, but Chris it was Colbert. just Chris Colbert. Um, he was actually, actually another reason why I uh, jotted this down too, because did, have you seen that Netflix documentary that they got out, uh, Counterpunch? Not yet, no. Me neither. I haven't but he was one. actually featured on there. Oh, now I'm going to So it's, yeah, no, that's, so that's one of the things that we, um, that I want, that I wanted to uh, talk yeah, about. Cause I, you know, I, I've seen it and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get into this, but I hate when you got so many shows and so many things you got to watch. I want to be able Netflix, to sit down but, and yeah, watch it and enjoy yeah, it. No so distractions. quick, fast, um, his... Two favorite boxers that he uh, watches and he idolizes. Sonny Hill and Shooter. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Floyd and uh, Pernell Whitaker. Oh, on my Mount Rusty. Good Great choices, choices too. Choices. So uh, he had a lot of showmanship once he knew that he had the fight in the bag, though. Uh, he got a TKO in round seven. Knocked nice. down round six, TKO in round seven. Nice. So for somebody to not have that much power for him to be able to TKO uh, somebody. So he's, it, he's three wins, three knockouts? Or no, no, no. What's where we at? Oh, eight wins, three knockouts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, not bad. So, my fault. No, but he's looking good here. He's ripped in that. He looks like a, he looks like he would be Sweet Peas and Floyd's son. Yeah, no, right for real. So, color, like, so he's a nice pure boxer. So somebody to watch out. That's Chris Colbert, you guys. Yeah, we'll be keeping an eye on him because he's definitely saying the right things that we want to watch him. And as long as you're putting knockouts on that screen, we're gonna keep watching for All sure. Right. There is two more, and I t see this is why I know you don't listen to me. And I told you to watch the whole fight card, man, because there's actually oh, yeah. two more. When you download it on the iPad after you watch it, you have to. Release Look, it so I can watch it. I didn't it watch it on an iPad. You gotta, you gotta, so you just you downloaded, you just you gotta, downloaded it so I couldn't watch it, right? Basically. So basically, you gotta let me know these things, man. Look, this is a partership. I don't gotcha. know unless okay, you don't, okay, speak, unless you don't you. speak it. So, uh, super welterweight, 154 pounds. You got a Sebastian uh, Fundora versus uh, Vershawn Owens. So this was really crazy fight because we had uh, Sebastian Fundora came in at 6'6". This was dunking on who? Yeah, man. So looking at him at 154 pounds. At 154 it's kind of cheating, right? Yeah. So we're looking at Michael Jordan. It's like Paul Williams, though. Paul yeah. Williams is the same thing. He was well. He was like six two, six foot six. Six foot six, man. So and, he, he don't need to even be able to play basketball. He'll still be center. And then so it was funny is like he didn't even really use his height and length to an advantage. Try to fight on the inside. A lot of he won. Oh. TKO round five. Nice. A lot of hooks and a lot of uppercuts, which was really weird. You got it if was you he get a chance. Scraping the ground with those. Ba basically, it was just weird. I was just I was looking at this guy. I was like, "How is this fight?" Uh, Rashawn just, Owens. Yeah. He tried to he tried to bring it to him and uh, fight on the inside. He said he liked fighting other guy uh, taller guys, but if you get a was, tall guy that can fight on the inside, that's it, a dangerous man. It you gotta, was, he was you really could knock him out on the inside, but if he can fight on the inside, you're gonna have a rough day because he's gonna. Box you up on the inside, and as soon as you try to step back, those punches are still connecting. That's uh, for sure. Okay, so uh, then also Super Welter 154, also Joey Spencer versus Osman Silla. Now, this fight only lasted about a couple of minutes. If No, no, it didn't even last that. I think it lasted a minute. Three punches, three knockdowns. 
TKO. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Holy I think it was four total punches thrown by Joey Spencer, but he connected. Like, literally, this is what my note says. Punch, knockdown, round one. <laughs> Two punch, knockdown. Three punch, knockdown, TKO, Who round one. Who did Joey one. Spencer fight? He fought a guy named Osman, O-U-S-M-A-N-E, Silla, S-Y. I'm going to look this guy up on LinkedIn, this uh, Silla. I want to see what his actual job is yeah, here. He, well, he was only one and two with one knockout. So okay. he put him. And Maybe Joey Spencer, he was one. He was one and zero. Oh, he was one and zero oh with one knockout already. And he's only eighteen years old. Wow. And he said he Joey Spencer. He said he got into this at a young age because he didn't want to wait for the Olympics. And then also, he looked at people. He looked at like Javante Davis, who had yeah. you know started at a young age, and you know they're able to do it. So. It was just, it was just fun. So if There's, you, got, I mean, if you well, find it, Gilberto Romero's, yeah, he yeah, ain't even. Gilberto. He won his first title in Las Vegas at the age of twenty. Yeah. So at the age of twenty, can't even go gamble and buy a drink. Well, legally, I'm pretty sure he may have partaked in some after party type. So things. that's the reason why I told you to watch all those fights, which you did, and you don't listen, but it's okay. I did. But yeah, three, I watched the main event. Three punches, three knockdowns, and a TKO. Wow. So we got. There, that's by luck that he was on that card on televised, but also maybe not because they saw the power coming. Good. Hopefully this guy wasn't picked out of the crowd before he fought him, but either way... No matter. It was entertaining. It was a great 30 It's a 30 good seconds. way to sell him. That's how you sell him for sure. Now, Jamal James, if you recognize that name, we we spoke about him about six months ago. He fought Diego Chavez and, and knocked him out with a body shot. Diego Chavez is known for having fights with Timothy Bradley, uh, Brandon Rios... Um, he, he, he's a good, solid fighter. And Jamal James has, I believe, one loss on his record. I want to say to Ugas. Jordanus Ugas. Jordanus Ugas, who's, correct. Be, I'm, who's slowly becoming one of my favorite fighters. So Jamal James has a lot to prove here in, in the 147, a very stacked division, and, and he came in against Abel Ramos. Now, this is one of those fights where sometimes I love the commentary, then there's other times when I really just hate it. Because this was one where I saw Abel Ramos kept landing that left hook all night, hurt him in the third, second or third round. Um, it could have been considered a knockdown because he was still hurt, wobbling, and fell down. But I guess that time period is the reason why they called it a slip. But I thought this was a close fight. Some people were disgusted that uh, one judge had it as a draw. Yeah. I, I thought it was a close enough fight. I don't. I, I still thought Jermaine, Jamal James won, but I I don't. I'm not mad at the draw at all. So uh, I'm. I had him winning by a, a larger margin. I'm not saying I necessarily wrote it down, but I thought he controlled most of the fight. But I thought Abel Ramos made it as he made competitive. He made it, it made he it made as it competitive work. as he could. He had a lot of counter hooks, and um, he was overwhelmed at first. But he used his height. Um, Jamal James, he's he's a good fighter, but he's not going to be elite. But elite. he can he can be a problem in the division just by matchup wise if he uses his length, but. I thought it was a great fight. Very it was a good, good fight. It was good. It was good, good entertaining. Yeah. So we'll see what's next for these guys. I mean, Abel Ramos was a good opponent for Jamal James, especially the kind that you got when you got an upcoming fighter and you want to get him rounds. You want to get him against somebody tough that's going to test him because you got to see how he's going to react. So this was a good test for Jamal James, but he's going to have to step it up now. Someone next. If I was him, I would. I would look. For, I would search for redemption. You may not want those problems, but. This is how we find out if you're gatekeeper status or not. But you might want to consider going right back after Ugas, try to settle that score. I don't think he should, but 
Maybe you should also, because this is how else are we going to be able to speak about you later? Because there's so many people in this 147-pound division. If if you if you don't just consistently fight, we will forget about you real easy. Yeah, real especially easy. Now, especially now 147 division, like because Walt James, even though we've discussed him, we've only discussed him and brought him up when it was around fight time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. we don't. It's not a. He's not a household name. It's not something that. It's been more know, entertaining to talk about Duck Dynasty and Earl Spence and, and Terrence Crawford, who doesn't even have current fights right now, than Jamal, Jamal James. Jamal James, exactly. who's you know at twenty three and one right now. Yeah. So big ups to you getting the win, PBC. Big ups for having these great fight cards. I want to see some more toe to toe Tuesdays. Haven't seen any of those in a while, but now when you're listening to this, I'm going to say yesterday. This is when the news broke. Um, actually, today for us, but while you're listening, it'll be yesterday. But Canelo to serve six months suspension will be able to fight September 15th again. Uh, so I believe we said this already. But it's actually official now. It's actually official it's actually right official now. Official so now. Right. this is what Square Circle 101 does for you guys. You know, we'll, we'll give you the news as soon as we get it. But we also have the ability to just kind of pretty, foresee the future. Yeah. Yes. I can't tell you the winning lotto numbers or who's the next president. But I can see the signs, hip hoppers, and tell you how these fights will play out and who's gonna go against who next, and just see just what it is, because it's just a business at the same time. So Canelo, <laughs> don't eat at Mexico for those next six months. Uh, just stay in California, or maybe even go. Let's just let's go to maybe travel to the East Coast. Let's let's see the U.S. a little bit there. Let's just see a little bit maybe of North America. You you'll you'll still blend right in in Canada. You can hang out with some hockey dudes. Nobody would even notice. But let's just stay away from that Club Butrol or whatever it is in Mexico, the steroids. And let's just try to keep it clean. Keep it clean. No Lobos. Let's just keep it clean. So, now, <laughs> the best thing about this Canelo Trip G fight, though. So, do you think that it will happen in September? No. You still don't think it'll happen? I think... The, the, remember when we went over this, this was the, this was the outline for it. He would... Yeah. He would Compromise, take the suspension. He would help out. Take When's the, the Mexico Independence Day? September 16th. So that would make that that Saturday weekend. Wow. What a weird coincidence, huh? Jeez. <laughs> oh, now, <laughs> this is a fight Triple G must make this happen because I think they're going to, I think Golden Boy and Canelo will try to make this happen next single of the mile because of this break with no boxing. They're going to try to say, oh, we need a tune-up fight first before we fight Triple G. We need a tune-up fight first against somebody before we just get right in the ring against somebody as, as good and strong as Triple G. Now, if Canelo was in his 30s, I'd be okay, yeah, yeah, we could do that, right? If he was if he was Keith Thurman, okay, yeah, yeah, we could do that, right? But no, you're 26, 27 years old. You've been destroying adults since the age of 13. You can step right in there and go against Triple G. But I don't think his handlers will let it happen. I just don't see it happening. I don't know. So you say in a year from now, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo weekend, 2019 is when it's going to happen. That's, that's my prediction. Then why would you take the six-month layoff? Is it because you think you would need a tune-up fight before that? Well, that or also maybe let Triple G age a little bit because they knew the, the that— one year, an extra They knew year? that his power couldn't put him down, or I don't think any man's power could put him down. I mean, Triple G will probably lose to himself before he loses somebody else in the ring. Well, I, I'll tell you one thing, though. Is an extra year going to really matter on somebody like— Triple G, one but, year. Well, it depends so, how his next two what, fights go. Well, yeah. the thing about it is, you're if you're planning on knocking him out, I don't think that's going to be that big of a deal. Triple G is the type of fighter that 
if he, the, the sport may retire him before he retires himself because part of his technique is blocking hands with his face. Yeah. Because he, he believes in his chin. He knows he could take a punch. I believe in his chin. I believe in his chin, too. But just there's no young lions, right? There's no old lions in this game. Yeah. Eventually, he's going to walk into that one person who's got that iron fist Who? to go against the iron chin. Because the thing is, if you're doing it a year, there's nobody who's going to fight that's going to have that power. At, well, besides... Jamal Charlo, who, the, um, may, who may have the power. Who will but. become the mandatory if he wins this weekend, which we'll talk about later. So, still, Triple G needs to continue to troll Canelo and try to make this fight happen this year regardless of a tune-up. And I hope everybody else has seen that commercial because it is... It's hilarious. It's great. So I love it. Guys, so, if you guys I haven't didn't, seen it... I didn't think he had that type of sense of humor, honestly. Who, Abel Sanchez? Triple G or, or Triple G? Triple G or Abel. Well, the thing is, Triple G didn't talk. It was Abel Sanchez talking. Triple G just does Triple G things and sits there and boxes and looks pretty in practice. Also looks pretty in the ring, so I'm not going to take Boy nothing bands. away from that. Yeah, so uh, the commercial is with Abel Sanchez eating a steak in the boxing gym. Oh, it, just hilarious. Just beautifully so planned. And talked about hard work yeah, and all that kind of no shortcuts. And then you got Triple G in the background. The new Jordan commercial yeah. came out, though. So if you guys haven't seen it, look up the new Triple G. Uh, I was more Jordan. surprised that Jordan signed off on that. The, the, the company, not the player, but, yeah, I was surprised that they were, like, okay with that. But at the same time, it's, it's probably perfect for this day and age. Well, it's kind of like Karate Kid. Mm. So, you remember when Mr. Miyagi went into the dojo? Put him in a body Put bag. In, yeah, yeah so, get him a so body you remember bag. When, uh, yeah. you remember when Mr. Miyagi went into the dojo, yep. and then he was like, all right, man, we're going to sign up for this tournament. We're going to fight. But don't touch none of my players. Don't don't touch him until the competition. Yep. What did Danielson do the whole time? He was trolling because he knew there was nothing that they could do about it. So the thing is, Triple G can say whatever he wants because what did Floyd Mayweather do to Sugar Shane? Hey, I was clean. I was clean. I can say this and I can run my mouth the whole time because you got this mark on you. So, yes, Triple G can do and say basically whatever he wants because... It, it, Canelo's been taking steroids. Mm-hmm. Let's face it; it is what it is. That's what they've been saying. So I mean, he's well, been he's, he's been, been eating it, Mexican meat his whole life. We yeah, say, we could guarantee that. Yeah. Right? So, so you have no gay code. <laughs> so you have Triple G taking shots because there's nothing Canelo's mm-hmm. going to be able to do for at least six months mm-hmm. to a year. And you know what the craziest difference is like too? Because it, it makes me think of like Provodnikov, who until the age of twelve, his family lived off the land. That means they hunted and caught or picked every food they ate ever. There was no such thing as going to the grocery store. And Triple G is still from that type of country, Kazakhstan, who the country itself didn't get famous till Borat and then Triple G. Which is still funny because I still don't believe it's a real country. I'm a little unsure on this one too myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little unsure on this one. The, the, Russians, the Russians seem to say yes, it's a real country, but I don't know. <laughs> we nice. don't know about these guys, right? Very yeah. nice. Exactly. No, then, I don't, I'm not 100% so sure. They're, they, and they don't have no history of these uh, of steroids or PEDs, performance enhancing drugs of anything because they're just from a country where it's just you live tough, you grow up tough, and it's not as broke, I guess, maybe as a... It, it was on um, 
the fight card. I think it was on the fight card that was earlier. Hold on, let me see what it. Now they did. I want to say the Francisco Vargas and Rod Selka fight card. I want to say the undercard of that one. They had a guy who was um who's actually from the same country, and he's talking uh, as Triple G, and he talked about how you know he wants to make names for himself. He lost, so that's the reason <laughs> yeah, why yeah. I didn't. Uh... Yeah, that's why we didn't write his name down. Now <laughs> Triple G did finally find an opponent against Vanes the Nightmare Metriosian Metriosian Metriosian. You know what's really funny about you is. Whenever you butcher a name, even when I know it, you make it hard for me to pronounce it. So I think it's Mary Tosin. Mary Tosin. Mary Tosin. It's Mater, Mer- Mater Rosen. Hold on. It's Vanez is his name. So Vanez Metarosin has faced a lot of good opponents. He was a, a U.S. Olympian. He's faced some good names. There was Landy Laura. He's faced, I believe, Demetrius Andrade. He lost to Jer- one of the Charlos. I want to say Jamal Charlo. He lost to Arizona, Randy Lara. Mm-hmm. He lost to Jamar, Jamel, Charlo Jamel Charlo and uh, Dimitri Sandrat. So those are some so, names in there. And he fought Aris Landy Laura twice, actually. So because the first time they fought was a draw, draw correct. because of a, a headbutt. So from those three names that he lost, to, he has a problem with boxers. Yes. Well, he's not facing a boxer this day, but he is facing him on... So if let's say we'll we'll say that this fight was decided on what April fifteenth. So this guy's getting twenty days, thirty days, not even a whole month to train to prepare. Now assuming that this is a guy who stays in the gym, like any young fighter. He, how old is uh, Vanez? I, I called him Vane for the longest time. Vane. Thirty six and born in eighty six, so he's about thirty two. Thirty two. Okay, so he's 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 about the same age I think as Triple G. So. But this is a come-forward fighting style. This is a fight that will not go the distance. Um, Triple G's 36. Triple G will probably knock him out, I assume. Triple G better knock him out, considering this guy's been in this fight on less than a month notice. Yep. Big ups to Vanez for taking the fight. This is his shot at redemption, fighting on HBO again. He hasn't fought on HBO since he lost to Laura. Well, you can't really give him cr- I mean, yeah, I, he took the fight, so congrats, congrats and hands off. One, it's a payday. Two, a good payday. It's a good payday. And you're fighting in you're, California. You're now. 36 and 3, so you're 32 years old, even though you're not old, mm. especially as your opponent. But how long is your boxing life really left? Exactly. Now, he's, he's a dude who comes from money, so he doesn't have to box for necessity just to survive, that's for sure. But this is one of those moments here. What does it say? So they moved it to California. This guy is taking this fight on short notice, and it's, it's, it's guaranteed to produce action. If you don't. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we'll see how this turns out. I will be in Vegas for the fight. And, of course, now the fight's canceled and moved out of state even. Out of state. What, what kind of luck is that? What kind of luck? So anybody out there in Vegas, man, if you want to hang out, I'll be I'll flying on May 3rd. It's a one-way ticket. I can come back up here on the 5th. How many people probably don't like you? Would you really want to advertise that? You may get people beat up. And then- Listen, stop. Slow down. You're does, not taking me. Does anybody not like me for real? Let's just think about this for a second. Even if even if you don't <laughs> like me, you're still gonna be like, ah, he's cool at least. You know what I'm saying? Let, okay, let's, what if you just hear? What if you just hear somebody yell out, "You left your hood pass at home." Um, I'm gonna look for make sure I'm packing something. <laughs> make sure I'm packing something. My my hood pass is always with me, son. It just got verified. Now, one thing I wanted to mention earlier. Um, while we were on the subject of it, with Abel, San- Abel Sanchez here. So, back knee got suspended, a.k.a. Carlos Quadras, whose last whose trainer in his last fight was Abel Sanchez. 
So now that was their first fight as a trainer and fighter together. But we've been talking about back knee. I'm sorry, Carlos Quadras since since he fought Soren Bisai the first time. Soren Bisai or Chocolatito? No, no, Chocolatito. I'm yeah, sorry. I got you messed up with that one too yeah, early. So it's no, we. That's the first thing. That, that's the first thing I noticed because like um, now I'm not yeah. huge on the steroid scene, but just like in baseball, I know one of the things that happens is your head gets bigger so your hat size yep and then also like the back knee i'm like you're 30 years old and you're getting active well you like would the, think in 2018 we would be able to at least advance the technology and steroids we could stop the nuts shrinking the head growing and or, the back knee, or you just don't use don't them do it, yeah yeah you just don't do it so like so he from what i read he failed to take it no he, he didn't refused want he refused to take, to take a drug take a test. test so this is the only time that is good is if you get pulled over and you know you're drunk, you just know you're going to fail it. Just refuse everything. Don't say nothing. Take the year suspended license. It's not a DUI either way. So in that aspect, I can kind of understand. But at the same time, there's no way to avoid being guilty in this at all. At all. The same thing as that DUI scenario. I can't charge you, convict you with it. But I know. I know for a fact. And the worst thing is, it didn't even help him win. That's all I kept thinking. But like he he gave us some great fights here. Hold on, I'm just gonna pull it up. Some though. good, exciting we, fights. We and uh, I loved it, and I, I was entertained by everything that he that he's done. Yes, Chocolatito. It's one of those. Um, it's one of those things. Is when that, when you watch him and you look at him fight. All I saw was back back knee. Back knee. That's, That's it. all I saw. So he lost to McWilliams Arroyo, mm-hmm. uh, Juan Francisco Estrada, yep. uh, Chocolatito. We we the fights that we have watched with him. All of them have been really sketchy, but uh, the we David, Car- the David Carmona, yeah, every time I just, it's so blatant. It's not spots here, spots here. Mm. It's all over his back. And then I'm, I'm going to say I saw it coming. I'm surprised. Like it took this long yeah, to, yeah. Re- it took this long for anybody to really speak up and notice. Yeah. I'm surprised on that one as well. So we'll see how it plays out. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Abel Sanchez drops him as his, uh, as a fighter that he trains because of the whole Canelo Triple G thing, because um, he, he doesn't want to have his name maybe tied to something that negative considering the outcome of that rematch. So, Carlos Quadras, man, one thing that we can agree on is that your skill and talent is there. So whatever th- reason you think you need the PEDs, maybe you were never that good, or you couldn't hone your skills and talent in the right way. Or maybe you just don't have the right diet. Who knows? Training camp... We're not sure, but we do know that you refuse to take the test. Take the year suspended license. It's still not a DUI on that record. It's not a felony, but you do got that misdemeanor. So we know, we do know something going on with you. Something is going on with you. Now, Amir Khan back in the ring. When's the last time you fought? Who did you fight? <laughs> you mean the snuff film that we were yeah. watching? The last thing I think Amir Khan did was actually like a reality show, I believe, in England. And then he also got KTFO'd by Saul Canelo Alvarez. <laughs> what he, that was the one, and yeah. And I think after that, the only thing we mentioned him is uh, Anthony Joshua perhaps taking his woman. Yeah. But if you just let that happen. When you see the size of Anthony Joshua, just you're, like, okay. You're, you're a 147-pounder versus a 260-pounder, bro. He's got to chalk it up as a he loss, got, man. Hey, man. That's a, that or throw a suicide a, bomber in there, hey, one of the two. Real, he probably the difference in weight between you guys is probably your girl. So yeah. you know, he, he might want to, he probably might want to back up off <laughs> of that. Now, he is facing a fellow paisan, Mr. Phil Greco, 
who wants to be the spoiler. I believe he has a loss in there to maybe Errol Spence. He's fought some. He's been, he's been a good Sean decent Porter contender. as well, and then uh, Joseph Elegal. Illegal. Okay. Illegal. Maybe another Paisan. Who knows? Illegal Paisan, possibly. But Phil LoGreco does not want to be overlooked by Amir Khan. Um, I believe anybody can feel like they have the confidence and ability to knock out Amir Khan. Whether you actually do it is something different. Well, Marcos see, Medina couldn't knock out Amir Khan. Phil LaGreco, 28 wins, 3 losses, 15 knockouts. So he's about 50% from the field in as far as knockout ratio. But at the same time, is is if, if Amir Khan... Yeah prepares the same way he did against Canelo, he shouldn't have a problem. If his hand speed is still as fast as it is, yeah. it should be easy work. Yeah. Amir Khan, let's get this win and let's just make this Kell Brook fight happen. I, I'm starting to think that Amir Khan is a little intimidated by Kell Brook and doesn't really want to fight him because his most recent statement is we'll have to fight at 147. So We've, we've already known that we've seen you move up to 154. Kell Brook uh, doesn't have to come down to 147. He, you I, don't Kel, I don't think Kell Brook should. 154 is where Kell Brook needs to be. Yes. But at the same time, is I'd be if I'm Amir Khan, I'm a little bit hesitant to fight Kell Brook just because who's he faced, it, yeah. who he's faced. Mm-hmm. And then so you obviously this guy doesn't care about his face, Mm-mm. his or Mm-mm. neither right or left orbital over the bone socket. He was in so, Vegas the other day talking smack yeah. to Errol Spence. Yeah. This guy just broke your eye. So and he was back in bro- there. Talk- broke your other eye. Yeah. Like so I, you. you this why, it this why I like Kell Brook though because like yeah you knocked me out but I'm still right here. Yeah. Right here, talking smack. He right left the division. He, yeah. he left the division. <laughs> so, yeah. like, but no, I think uh, Amir Khan should watch out for Kell Brook. That would be an amazing fight to watch, though. I think it would actually be a really good fight, Amir Khan. I, I don't think he would win, but Kell Brook doesn't really have that one-punch power. And it would actually be a very interesting fight, but they need to settle it. If not, their entire <laughs> legacies will always be... The what-ifs. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll never come full circle, never be 100% kinda of like what it could we, be. Kind of like how we talked about Marcos Maidana and Lucas Matisse, yeah. the countrymen trying Just, to fight each like, other. Even, think, even though we got the Mayweather-Pacquiao a little too late, if it would have never happened... Oh, yeah. People, we'd still be seeing dudes fighting about it in the street, still arguing about it. So yeah. let's make it happen, Amir Khan. Go ahead and handle Phil Greco. Let him get his paycheck, because he's probably going to get paid pretty good. You know, and then let's let's make it happen. Let's you got a three fight deal with Eddie Hearn. Make sure Kelbrook is one of them. Now, Carl Frampton was recently offered a spot on Big Brother UK. Of course, he obviously didn't take it because he has a fight coming up with Nonito Donaire. What is Big Brother? I don't know, man. I think it isn't isn't that one where they like stop bullying or. Big Brother, that's the one where they like you help out like the orphans or something like. Go ahead. Something like that. I don't watch reality TV, and if I do, it's usually amateur porn. But Carl Frampton, the Jackal versus Donito, the Filipino Flash, the Filipino Flash, Donair, who's also a professional photographer and actor in the Philippines. Is that why they call him the Flash? Um, I think it's because how long he lasts in bed. But (laughs) Donito Donair is is actually one of my. He's a very. He's a fighter that I enjoy. He was one of my favorite fighters at one time. I've, I've enjoyed his career, and I've rode with him, but I also like Carl Frampton a lot. Just it, Maybe the nickname The Jackal has something to do with it, but then he, he kind of said something. I was like, ooh. He said if he beats Donito Donaire, he wants Oscar Valdez next. That's a bold statement. And guess, unfortunately for Carl Frampton, Donito Donaire isn't the type of win where you call out Oscar Valdez, because guess where you're going to be fighting him, buddy? You'll be back in Vegas. You ain't gonna be. You ain't gonna be yeah. on your side of the pond. And if you if you do make that fight happen, you just need to let go 
of any fights happening in Belfast until it's the end of your career. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not going to happen at all. Carl Frampton beats Oscar Valdez. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. We'll get into that we'll if see. that happens. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to put I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, he slammed Scott Quigg for not making weight. Yeah. What shot do you give Nonito Denaire on this one at all? I, I think he's boxing just a box. Um, he has a puncher's chance, thirty percent maybe. Mm-hmm. What's Nonito Denaire's? What's his age at? This is a guy who uh, the best part of his career thirty-five was when he was when he wasn't training with his dad. Um, him and his dad fell out. His dad has been his trainer his whole life, and then he got with Robert Garcia. That's when his career really elevated um, and took off. And then he kind of settled things with his pops, you know, and then him and Robert Garcia just couldn't find the time to continue to work together. And then from there, we've seen his career kind of just go stagnant. Uh, he, all of his losses are legit losses. Lost to Rigandow. He lost to uh, Jesse the Magdaleno. X-Men. And also the Axeman, uh, uh, Nicholas, Nicholas Walters. Walters. I told everybody he was going to knock him out in the fifth round. But. So he has legit losses in there against legit opponents that would beat anybody. And Rosendo Sanchez is a uh, second fight. Mm. His second fight ever. And then had a long streak from there. So, But this is your last shot, Nonito <laughs> Denaire. This is literally your last chance at any oh. idea or thoughts of a title fight. Carl Frampton, if you lose this fight, there's no, there's no Santa Cruz rematch. There's no Valdez fight for sure. Because Val- an Oscar valdez nonito Denaire fight would be an exciting fight to watch. It would be a crazy fight to watch. That would be a great, exciting fight to watch. Old line we've versus seen, young line. We've seen, we've seen and the thing is, the reason why the reason why I would pick Carl Frampton over Oscar Valdez is for the simple fact that we've seen Oscar Valdez pulled into brawls. And then, that's not always good for and him. And that's not always good for mm-hmm. him. And especially nobody who's been as, who was into a brawl who's as good as Carl, Carl Frampton. Frampton yep. So. I wouldn't yeah. do it. I'd stay away from it. Remember, me. there's one loss on Leo Santa Cruz's record. And that's Carl from Frampton. one man, Carl Frampton. Mm-hmm. So I like Carl Frampton a lot. I like Nonito Denaire. I think this is going to be a better and more exciting fight than people think. Um, but I, I don't see Nonito Denaire beating him. Uh, now we got Jamal Charlo coming in against Hugo Santino Jr. This should be a fight where, no, everybody's kind of writing Hugo Santino Jr. off. These guys have faced each other at sparring matches before, so they are very familiar with each other. Jamal Charlo. More famous for his little incident with you know his interaction with my man Danny Jacobs, which was still great. So we'll we'll see how this turns out. The best thing about this fight is that the winner it becomes the mandatory for the WBC and Triple G. It has been officially announced. So we're gonna find out if this Charlo is ready for those problems. That's for sure. So Centeno is twenty six and one with fourteen knockouts. This is should be Jamal's fight. Don't overlook it, and it's one of those things, especially from just like how we say how small the boxing world is. Yep. Everything is heard. Everybody knows everybody's business. Mm-hmm. Don't beat yourself, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. hey, how else do you happen to be talking about a guy right when he walks in? Right? Yeah. That's how small this place yeah. is. So, so don't, don't beat yourself, Don't read man. your own so press clippings. Sure to stay out. Get the solid stay win. Stay off the slopes. Become that guaranteed I mean. mandatory for Triple G. For real, that's your payday, bro. Hey, and be the reason why he fights Canelo next year. Now, next thing I want to talk about is, you heard of this guy, Kat Takashi 69 uh, I've heard of him multiple times because, you know. So, he's, I saw the Instagram thing of him throwing dollars up, money hitting the roof. And he's yeah. talking about Adrian Boner, uh, saying he'd want to put 200 k that Jesse Vargas lose, beats First him. First, it was 100 grand that he gets knocked out. 
by Jesse Vargas. Then it was two hundred grand. Then he's—I mean, I ain't counting the money. I don't know if it's fake money or play money that they use. For I got the videos. sucked down that rabbit hole. Of this dude Takashi Six Nine. Like first off, I was like, wait, is he Asian? The name's Takashi, right? And then I'm like, did I hear him saying blood? And I'm like, okay. And then I, I then I find out he's a rapper. So what last. I found, so like a lot of stuff that I hear, I hear hearsay, she say. And uh, you know him coming off him coming off being a blood. Guess he's not welcome in L.A. Says the game. Mm-hmm. So that that's as far as I'm getting into it because yeah. I I just from the looks of this guy I don't like who he is at all. I've, I've seen one music video and the thing Why? that because I wanted as an MC I needed I need to hear him I got to find out what you got and what you bring to the table, and the thing that that just stole my attention more than anything else was that he was surrounded by some hood you know what I'm saying some hood dudes right or at least paid actors who look hood, and the thing that blew my mind the most because they were all blooded up. How did I don't believe that I'd see this many thugs hang out with a dude with rainbow hair? So, how is that like? So one of the shows that I uh, I watch now is he's called not the, he's not that dope of, the, of rapper for that. One of the shows that I watch right now is called uh, The Shy. It just ended. So whether you choose to watch or not, I'm going to give you a spoiler on there. Okay. One one drug that yeah one drug lord or whatever the guy who's running the neighborhood or whatever. He ends up getting killed by his second in command. Typical mobster stuff. Yeah, and then so, the the whole crew was looking for the you know the kingpin, and then so the second in command was just like, "Yo, I haven't seen him, or whatever." But then at the end of the episode, everybody's together, and he just walks up to the whole squad. He was just like, "I did it." He was just like, "I'm gone." He was like, "He's like he's gone," and then the, the dude the dude came up and it's like the big henchman was like, "Is my pay stay the same?" <laughs> They got to go where the money's at. Yep. So it's just like, hey, if this guy's mm-hmm. taking care of us, if this guy's, you know, cashing out and we're going to kick it with him, uh, we'll ride this way till it falls off, man. Because guarantee yeah. that he's not going to have that entourage if no, he falls no, no. off. And I don't, I don't like anybody who's got tattoos all over their face like that also. And when your nickname is 6ix9ine and you, and you spell it and out your recent with the number. Vid- and your recent video is you ending up. Like, as a uh, female as a transformation, Jenner, what's his name? Bruce Jenner, or the, yeah, whatever it, Jenner. Um, so yeah, yeah. Damn it! What is, <laughs> what is his her name? Uh, Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah. yeah whatever. And, so. and it's never good too if, if that's your music video and you're facing a guy named Boner. We already see where that's going. <laughs> now, Adrian Boner has got bigger problems with Jesse Vargas. Now, Jess, Adrian Boner has since changed camps with yep. Kevin Cunningham. Okay. He still has Mike Stafford in his corner as an advisor or consultant or maybe to work with the mitts but he chose kevin cunningham because he's worked with him in the past as far as he used to have tournaments in st louis and he likes the way that he makes his fighters work now boner has said that he he's taking a look but he knows that he needs to change his path with his career and his lifestyle now Saying it and doing it, two different things. Because at the at the same time, as soon as Takashi, whatever, 6ix9ine called him out, Adrian Broner wrote a check for 300 k mm-hmm. you know, saying that, hey, put your money up. Hey, so big props. I'm surprised he knew how to write a check and use cursive. So I give him some props there for being a fighter. But <laughs> we're going to see what happens here. He needs to worry about Jesse Vargas. Jesse Vargas has been a spoiler before. Um, he, got, he got starstruck against Manny Pacquiao, almost stole a win for, against Timothy Bradley, um, luckily, the, the ref kind of messed that one up for him, but he's in the opportunity to make this a trap fight. If Adrian Boner does not win convincingly, 
he's a gatekeeper for the rest. That's it. He's got his four titles, but he's done as far as for any more titles. I don't see him doing anything. If he loses, the, if he doesn't beat him convincingly, or especially if he loses. All Adrian Broner has to do, because the thing is, he's still going to be a draw. There's a reason why he's still, he's still no, people the main will event. God, God damn it. That's the tablet's fault. Man, there's a reason why Adrian Broner, he's still, uh, he's still the number one guy to sit there and watch. You're going to, you're going to enjoy watching Adrian Broner fight. So even if he wins, it doesn't have to be convincingly. He's still going to, he's still going to be a draw. Cause I know I'm still watching Adrian Broner fight. It, he's one of those guys where it's just like, I want to see yeah. what happens. Like, cause even this, I'm convinced that I have my money on Adrian Broner. Yeah. But I still want to see how this plant plays out. Cause I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. When a guy says that he's changing his lifestyle and his career, because you know it's on the wrong path. He also said the same thing after that sex tape came out on World Star too. Unless he comes out with like no beard, I'm not. I'm not believing it. I'm not believing it at all. Could you take James Harden seriously without a beard? Oh, well, he would lose all his sponsors. But see, but that's that's the only way I can convince. Because I made it's one a lot of, those of things, basketball like, references today. Like if you take away my pinky ring, I'm a normal man. I said I have nothing. I'm just yeah, normal dude. Samson and Delilah. That's exactly. Your... You know what I'm saying? That's my power, and that's something that represents me. But also, if I need to implement change, I, w- I may not sip on that glass of tea with my pinky out anymore. For Adrian Boner, that may be the one thing he needs to do. He started off right by changing his camp. Kevin Cunningham is a good trainer. We've seen what he's done with Devin Alexander. Devin Alexander looked great in his last fight, even though he kind of got robbed against Victor Ortiz. But we'll see what happens. Ooh, one of the rumors is Victor Ortiz is going to be the next victim for um, possibly Keith Thurman, if he ever comes back. We'll see what happens. I'm pretty sure they're going to strip him of that title, though. Also, one of the things that you forgot... I said Boner, right? Okay. Gervonta Davis fights. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is he on this fight card, too? He sure is. I didn't see him. Huh. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, because uh, Gervonta Stank Davis has done nothing but stank it up for me. Now, him and Boner both been working with Kevin Cunningham. I remember reading that, but he has a lot to prove for me. Um... Especially since his promoter has mentioned him and Lomachenko later this year. You better win convincingly, and you better stay in the lab. Well, the thing about it is, it's just like convincingly, whether we liked his performances or not. His last performance, anyways. His last performance is not. His last 10-plus fights have all been knockouts. Yeah. So, like, the only thing that I was worried about was uh, he was talking about how his camp, he's working with Adrian Broner in their camp. And I don't know, That's you know, idea, iron yeah. sharpens iron, yeah. but these ain't the two sharpest tools in the shed. No, so no, no, I'm like, I don't know how to, I don't know how that's going to work out or what's going to happen. I wouldn't this call on them for global warming or any economical type decisions. They're great fighters, but together this could be like that men in black there. You know, a person is smart, but people are dumb. Yeah. And I think these two guys together are nothing but trouble and dumb. Well, we're going to see because, like, I already thought about the title for next week, and we're going to see, depending on how this turns out. How this plays out. How okay. this plays out. So, um, but at the same time is what we have. Who do, who do we have? We had Adrian Broner, Javante Davis, and Jamal Charlo. Uh-huh. I'm going with the black guys. Okay, okay. And I'm actually picking Jesse Vargas to beat Adrian Broner. Um, I'm picking Jamal Charlo to beat Centino. For sure. I'm sorry. Hugo Santino, not Santino. So, but I think Vargas is going to beat Adrian Boner. And I think, I think Boner is going to be done as far as being a legit contender. I think this is going to be the last of it. If Adrian Boner's done, 
then you don't get to mention his name anymore. Oh, hell no. No, 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 no. no. Then he's going to become... Then we're going to petition to legally change it. If anybody's seen Anchorman 2, that bet may happen. I'm like, hey, you're going to have to legally change your name, man. (laughs) Just a boner. You know what I'm saying? I already got Barstool Sports mentioning that. This is going to pick up. This man may hate me sometime in the future. In the possible near future also. So... I would never be more happy and proud and a little intimidated and nervous, but also knowing that a nickname I created stuck worldwide, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm, what I'm was good. the other one we had? We had Boner, and there was another one where AB we almost said, broke? No. There was another one we had where it was just like we said it first. Ah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I know. It, if, if, I know we'll have Bonner, to go back to the archives and check it out. It. Make sure you download that Square Circle app. It's available in iOS right now. We got some bugs working out on Google Play. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. You pick any podcast app you can think of. Search Squared Circle. We are on it. This is SC101. You know the champ is here. Don't forget to tell your friends and family about us. New shows every single Thursday. How we winning? Get out, do your thing. Go be great. Go be great. You think anybody ever told Jordan or Kobe that? Yeah. Right? On a daily basis. On a daily just, basis. Just like Jordan always said. Jordan said, he said, I, whenever I played a game, only pl- I played for the person who's never seen me play before. So that's why he had to go. Like, So when you saw you saw something special. You saw something magical. Yeah. When I think about that, go be great, I think about people who would say that in the mirror. My first thoughts was... Jordan, Kobe, Dirk Diggler. That's how we're going to end that, baby. Make sure you check us out. I'm out. Cheers.